So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Your office is budgeted for 17 and three trial experience attorneys are still employed. How many have you lost uh, since the beginning of your term? Okay. Well, we don't have just three. We actually have five um, attorneys. We have three more in um, the process. It takes a very long time to hire people. Uh, talking about prosecutors in the DA's office, that is the DA, or was, Deborah Gonzalez, last week at the library on Baxter Street, a forum there. Uh, she's talking about, she was asked about, it was a Q&A setting, she was asked about the fact that that office is woefully staffed inadequately so. Uh, not enough prosecutors to prosecute cases. And at one time, they did, in fact, dip to three with a capacity for 17. And she said, okay, we got a couple more and we're hiring a few more. But the news this morning is this. Uh, in addition to the legislation making its way through the Gold Dome in Atlanta, pushed in part by Athens State Rep Houston Gaines and others uh, to take aim at not only Deborah Gonzalez, but other like-minded and woke DAs, uh, there's now a lawsuit a lawsuit that alleges Gonzalez has been unable and unwilling to perform her statutory duties as the prosecutor for the Western Circuit that covers Clark and O'Connor County's lawyer in this case and acting on behalf of downtown bar owner Jared Miller, Kevin Epps, who joins us now. Kevin Epps, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you for having me, Tim. Let me play devil's advocate, or in this case, Deborah's advocate, for a quick moment. Uh, election next year. Why not wait? Why not let the voters decide this? Yeah, it's an excellent question. Um, and, you, you know, Tim, um, the district attorney plays a vital role in our judicial system here at the Western Circuit. And um, after talking it over with Mr. Miller um, and the, the time that we have left for this election and what we have seen, we, we just didn't think that we could take any more uh, time and see what the voters would do. And, and I think, Tim, here's another thing about the lawsuit, and this is one of the reasons why we put it on a website. We just want people to know the facts. We want them to be able to see um, what's really happening behind the curtain with her office. And this is not something that this writ uh, that we filed, this application for writ, it's the product of three months of investigation of facts to be able to, to accurately report both to the court and to the Western Circuit, Athens, Clark County, and Oconee County, what's really going on. We believe that the situation is so urgent at the prosecutor's office that there's no time to wait till the next election. Let me dive into some of the points you make in the lawsuit here, uh, Kevin Epps. Uh, improperly accusing defendants 74 times using a state law that has been repealed. I mean, if accurate... And, and we're getting your side of the story and not hers this morning. I mean, that sounds like something I would do, and I never spent a day in anybody's law class. That just sounds like not knowing the law. Sure. Um, and let me tell you about the accuracy of that. Um, that, uh, that number is exactly accurate based on the open records request um, from the clerk's office. That is not a number that's just pulled out of the air. second thing that you need to know about that is uh, Ms. Gonzalez is very much aware 
of the fact that she has these cases currently in her office, wrongfully accused under the statute that was repealed. It was a it was a statute that allowed district attorneys to uh, accuse certain cases whereby they would normally go to the grand jury, but uh, due to COVID, the, the legislature gave the district attorneys tools in order to accuse cases that they would normally have to put into a group of people at the grand jury. Well, you know, if you look around the state, Tim, DAs that did use that, and uh, once once the provision once the law was repealed, they fixed it. They took the cases back to the grand jury, and they and they did what was right. Just Gonzalez did not do that. And most importantly, that if you see in the complaint, Judge Haggard had a case that was brought to him whereby a defense attorney raised this issue. Um, she attempted to prosecute a case under this statute, and they raised it, and the and the charge was dismissed. So she's very much aware that this cannot continue, yet these cases are still on our docket. Uh, she had, until January, prosecuted as many cases as I had, which is to say zero. I unsuccessfully prosecuted a murder case and some others. Okay, a, 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 law, a courtroom is an adversarial setting. You win some, you lose some. Is it fair to take aim at her for being an unsuccessful prosecutor? So I, I, I want you to understand that this writ is not about um, hey, you're not doing a good job. That's that's not you know anybody can lose a case, Tim. I, I'm I, as a trial lawyer, I completely understand that, um, and that's what I want when somebody reads this writ to not say that that we're taking a shot at the fact that she's she can't win cases. What we are doing is she is a district attorney that is required by statute to perform twelve specific duties that is laid out in the statute, and so the writ goes in to break down each provision of that statute and give examples of how she is not performing those duties. And so I, I want, when, when people read this, this is not some attack on her ability to try a case. It is a direct lawsuit to say, we want you to perform these specific duties that you're required under the statute. And I don't know that we have time to go through 12 of them. So Kevin Epps, hit, hit a couple of the highlights here. Give me the greatest hits. Uh, among those 12, what stand out? Well, um, you know, you're, you're right that there are, and we didn't. If you if you'll notice in the writ, Tim, we didn't uh, we didn't hit all twelve. Um, there are certain jobs um, that were not applicable to the writ, certain duties that were not applicable um, to the writ. But you know, one of the things that I I want people to be aware is, you know, she is required to um, try indictable, prosecute indictable offenses. Um, and, and I'm going to give you a very specific, your, your listeners, a very specific example. Um, she, she had an indictable offense for someone that was charged with trafficking meth. Trafficking meth. So that's a large amount of meth in someone's position that has in their possession. And she chose to dismiss that trafficking meth charge under what we call the Medical Amnesty Act. The, the medical amnesty statute mm -hmm. and what the medical amnesty does is tim if if an individual has overdosed on drugs or alcohol and someone else is partaking in that and they want to call the police and say hey we've got a problem you're not going to be prosecuted because you have something illegal inside of you they want people to seek help that was that, that became law that became statute after some high profile cases 20 some odd years ago at the university of georgia and other similar settings yes, around sir. the states designed to save lives yes sir it's, it, it was designed to save lives and that but 
she used the statute to dismiss as someone that had been trafficking meth. This individual had come into the hospital. Um, he had uh, possession of meth, had come in for an overdose situation, had enough meth on him that the police were called and they, they charged him. So I want you to I want you to put this in context. That that amnesty statute specifically does not allow for trafficking charges to be dismissed. That means that she 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 went against the law. She dismissed something that was not allowed. And I want you to put that really in context of what that means for Athens Clark County, based on her way that she views law. Let's just say that you got a meth lab in Athens Clark County, and the police are outside getting ready to raid it. Under her theory of the law, someone in that in that meth lab could very well just say, hey, look, you need to take enough drugs and overdose and let me call the cops. And all this meth that's in here, medical amnesty, we're good. That's the problem that we have. I'll give you another example. We, in our open records request, we, we, we went through, we have, and I attached it to the, to the writ, 9,000 pages of open records requests. And what we got to see is how she views the law and how she was telling people about the law. The head of the Board of Commissioners asked her specific questions about DUIs in Oconee County, and she responded with an email where she, she absolutely stated the law related to DUIs incorrectly and said that someone could get probation on their first offense from zero to 12 months for DUIs. Now, this may be a small point, but it's a bigger point in the writ. She told that's incorrect. In a first DUI, there is a mandatory 12 months probation. But if she's advising the head of the commission of the Oconee County wrongfully law, what is she doing to our grand jury? Mm. What is she doing to the Athens Clark County police? Let me quickly That's ask you, Kevin Epps, because we've got less than a minute left now. Let me ask you quickly about the lawsuit itself. I think I saw someplace that Judge Lott is, is going to recuse herself and maybe try to bring in some out-of-circuit judge to deal with this, and that can't happen for a few weeks or months. What, what quickly is the status of the lawsuit? Sure. Um, all of the judges of the Western Circuit have recused themselves. They've had to do that given to the situation of where the writ is. After the recusal is done, um, the clerk of court contacts um, the, the conflict administrator, who then goes out and finds a judge that's willing to do it out of a different circuit and will come in and hear the case. Once they're assigned to the case, the judge must set a hearing down within 10 to 30 days to decide whether or not the judge is going to decide the writ or if it's going to go to a jury trial in athens Clark County. Well, keep an eye on this. And again, we'll get that uh, copy of that lawsuit, uh, the, the, the writ, posted to our website at WGAURadio.com. And keep an eye on this moving forward. And, 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 and I hope she knows this. We've reached out. The invitation to Deborah Gonzalez to come and speak to this at any point uh, is a standing invitation. Kevin Epps, thanks for joining us this morning. Best of luck moving forward. Thank you, Tim.